The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever. <laughs> You might be listening to this episode, and may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So as always at the beginning of every episode, if you're new to the Sexy Cool Lounge, I do advise that you go back and check out any one of the episodes between 1 and 78, with this being episode number 79. We've had some great guests come to the studio. We've talked about some inspiring and empowering topics, and I'm sure that there's something in our catalog that will fuel your soul, all right? The website is www.sexycoollounge.com. You can find the podcast on any one of your favorite podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn Radio, you name it, we're there. Check us out. If you're on social media, Instagram, give us a follow at Sexy Cool Lounge. Follow us and we'll definitely follow you. And you can always find me on Facebook, all right? so. Today is a reflection day, all right? And I had an opportunity to be on a very successful podcast. It's called Snack a Little, Talk a Little. And there's some really good uh, fellow podcast friends of mine. And the way that came about was one of the co-hosts was on my podcast, right? And you may be familiar with her when you hear her voice, Jana Cheney, and she was on episode number 42, right? 42 was change equals self-improvement. And we had a really good vibe, really good conversation. So there came an opportunity where herself and her co-host, Mark, invited me on their platform snack a little, talk a little, right? And we had a really good conversation on that platform. And we talked about vision boards, right? And the accountability, the envision, and the manifestation that can come from using vision boards. I have two of them. And and it was through a conversation that I had with Jenna that the whole inviting me to their platform to talk about vision boards came about, right? So I want to share that conversation with you guys from an episode that I was on their platform, all right? So sit back, relax. Oh, and if you listen all the way to the end, uh, you'll get a bonus nugget um, from some information that I shared with them in their paranormal corner. All right. So without giving you too much, let's get into the episode on uh, snack a little, talk a little with Jimmy Ivy in the podcast. And that music tells us it's time for our guest to come on the line. And Jana, you, I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce our guest and bring him in. Happy uh, to do it. Go yeah. ahead. Thank you, Mark. So we're going to be talking with Jimmy from Sexy Cool Lounge Podcast. Sexy Cool Lounge. That's right. Jimmy, you can hear us, yeah? 
I can hear you. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for joining us today. So before we get into uh, the meat of our discussion, why don't you talk a little bit about your podcast? Tell us how you came up with the the name. Yes. What does sexy cool lounge mean? And (laughs) yeah, tell us what you do. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, well, I'll tell you first, uh, the podcast is, it's it's an inspirational podcast, okay? And yes. it's all about positive energy and good vibes only, right? And through like self-discovery, uh, self-awareness, self-empowerment, those type of things are the nucleus of what the show is all about, the journey, if you will. Um, so we have 60 episodes out and they're all diverse and inspirational motivational things that can kind of take you on in your journey. Um, the podcast originated from uh, my dad. So let me take you back a couple of years. Uh, when my dad passed in 2014, I was amazed with how many people showed up for uh, his services. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it just struck me that my dad had made like, you know, an impression or, or he put his footprint on so many people. I'm not talking like a couple of 20, 30, 40 people. I'm talking like a couple of hundred, a couple of thousand people came out wow. for my dad. Wow. My dad was a teacher uh, for a period of time in his professional career. And he was also uh, a postal worker. So mm-hmm. he connected with a lot of people through so many different avenues that we don't even commonly think of because we take those uh, avenues for granted right. in our daily lives. But when my dad uh, passed on, those people, no matter how they connected with him, they all came back to pay their respects in the wintertime of snow, okay? right. So this really kind of struck a chord with me in a positive way. Um, so it was at that point I wanted to do something um, maybe in – memory of my dad, but kind of as the years have gone through, maybe it's a self-healing for me, uh, but it's also a way for me to kind of shift gears and recalculate my thought process in a bigger capacity and try to leave some type of positive footprint uh, in the universe. So there's where the podcast started. Now, how do we get to the name? The name. I love the name. (laughs) The name kind of goes with my personality, sexy, cool. All right. So if I was going to talk about anything, if I was going to put anything into this, in this universe, I needed it to be authentic from me. So I really kind of broke down wh- what is my vibe like? You know, what, what, where am I and, and how do I feel about things? So the sexy, cool came from two components, sexy and cool. So if you really break down what um, sexy is, some people have a misconnotation of it. So part of my mission was to move away from that and to say sexy is more of a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. It's an inner vibe within yourself. It's not anything materialistic. It's not anything uh, that anybody can give you. It's how you really feel about yourself. So it didn't matter whether you were tall, short, heavy set, thin, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's all in how you feel about yourself. That's the sexy part. And then broadcast to everybody else. Exactly. It radiates from within you in your core being out into the world. All right. So there's where the sexy comes into play versus 
what we've all kind of grown up to believe the word sexy to be yeah. in that kind of sense. You know, so sometimes when people hear it right off the bat, they already have a misconception of what they think it is until they start to peel back the layers and really understand, oh, okay, this is deeper than just the word itself, which is part of my mission is to- Sexy isn't just uh, sexual. It exactly, right. exactly. And I fall so on that, by the way, I fall on the thing that- <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not the first person and you won't be the last, but that's part of the journey in Sexy Cool Lounge, which is, hey, don't always assume you think you know what something is until you actually have a chance to flavor it, mm -hmm. right? I get it. So then we, so then we get into uh, cool, right? Yep. It, it's it's more about um, being yourself, right? Uh, yes. No matter what other people uh, think about you, you know, you were created in a unique fashion. You meaning all of us were created in a very unique fashion. We are an original. We are one of a kind. And that in itself makes you cool, in my opinion. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you start to put those two together, um, you then get to sexy cool. All right. Now you put in the sexy with the cool and now you've got sexy cool. So now what is sexy cool? What is sexy cool lounge? Well, uh, it's a state of mind. It's, it's a vibe that you have. It's a state of mind. And it's where your positive energy is like radiating on all cylinders, if you will, uh, to where people gravitate to your positive energy. That to me is sexy cool. If you've ever been around someone and there's just something about them that you really like, or if it's something about them that just truly attracts you to them, that's their energy. And that's the sexy cool energy. And a lot of us have it and we're unaware of it because we really Agreed. don't cultivate it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the more you can cultivate that energy, it's just a good feeling. And then it puts you in a different place. It really puts you in a different place. So to kind of give you an example, it would be like, if you had a personal goal of losing some weight, mm -hmm. right? Um, and you reach that goal. And as soon as you step on the scale and you, you finally see that you've reached that goal, right? Yes. There's where that sexy, cool energy comes into place because you're on that euphoric high. Right. You, you've, you've achieved it. You've set out to do it. You've grinded for it. whatever it is that you did. You've now achieved it. That feeling that you have right there is sexy, cool. If you're in a board meeting and you just had a presentation and you know that you just aced that presentation and you walk out of that boardroom meeting and you just got your head held high, that's sexy, cool. Right. I get it. If you're going on a date, if you're having dinner with, with, you know, family or friends or whatever, and you're getting dressed and right before you walk out, right. You, right before you grab your keys, you kind of give yourself the once over and you're like, all right, I'm good. You know, mm -hmm. I look good. Right. That feeling right there, that, that second feeling is sexy, cool. Because at that point, no one can tell you about you. Sometimes in this universe, we get so caught up with how people perceive us and what we think uh, people say about us to where it truly like takes us in a different direction. And part of the journey of Sexy Cool Lounge is to redirect that journey, is to put it back into your hands and to let you know that you have the confidence that you 
are sexy cool and you are an original and be proud of that and move forward on your journey. Because when you wake up feeling sexy cool and you go to bed feeling sexy cool, everything in the middle of that, whether it's work related. And yeah, we all have things that we deal with from time to time. Absolutely. But for the most part, you don't let things um, get to you in a way that sometimes we allow things to get to us uh, that that just mess with our our frequency. Well, so in a nutshell, that's kind of where Sexy Cool uh, came from. Sexy Cool Lounge, you take it one step further. It's my voice. It's my platform. It is everything about me that I want to uh, leave into this universe. You know, when I'm no longer here, there's a catalog of, of journeys through, through the, the Sexy Cool Lounge podcast that have done nothing but try to put positive energy and good vibes only into this universe through self-discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. So that, there you that's go. That's a beautiful thing. Um, and I and I just have to say, and then we'll talk a little bit more about um, one of the things that you and I recently discussed. Since we're both podcasters, we're in touch and, and mm -hmm. have, I've been on Jimmy's show and um, we've just chitty chatted back and forth, but I want to say your podcast to me is a little bit like, um, you know how people go to the hospital when they're sick. People can listen to your podcast and they can get a certain kind of healing or 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 or, or peace by listening to something that is just going to put your mind at ease. Because yes, we all have those days, and and you know everybody that you can go there and you can hear something wonderful and positive and soothing that can put you back on the right track. And also, there are people in this universe who never get a chance to experience any of the things that you and I have the opportunity to, to experience uh, on a daily basis. So part of my journey is to continue to reach out to those people, you know, not the ones that know how they feel and they may feel this on occasions. It's the ones that don't feel good about themselves or the ones that don't feel like they're attractive because so many people or their environment has just put their mind in a place where self-confidence or self-love is just not even part of the equation. You understand what I'm saying? So I do. Yeah. It, it, it's more for that um, type of vibe and everybody else that comes along for the journey. Awesome. But there are people in this world that don't know, they don't have a concept of what we're trying to put out there because they've never been exposed to it or they're in, they're in situations where uh, that's just not part of their reality. And that's sad. It is hearing and kindness I, and, I just, and being kind to yourself. Not, not everybody yeah. knows what that. Wait a minute. Right. Means. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm one of those. It is, is, is uh, by, by using your descriptions, Jimmy, you know, uh, sexy, cool, that uh, certainly there are times in my life when I'm feeling sexy and cool uh, in, in that. But I'm also so cynical that hearing you describe it is very soothing, I got to say. And it, and, it, and it has really turned me on to, you know what? I need to check out Jimmy's podcast a few times because I'm way too cynical for this stuff myself. I am just. Uh, and when you say cynical because you don't, because what? Because I'm angry. About, but about what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just life in general. It's, it's like okay. you know. It's it's. There's a lot of trust issues and in, in, in 
you know what? That's that's just an overall thing that that our regular listeners well, will know. And I don't want to steal away from uh, Jimmy's segment here. Uh, and, and well, get no, into let, it. let's 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 uh, let's let's address that for a minute. So, I get what you're saying, and that's even more of the inspiration as to why I do what I do because there's so many people that don't believe that you can actually feel this way or you can actually be this way. And I'm a living testament to the fact that, yeah, you can. Yeah, I've been broken, you know? And yes, I have been in situations that, uh, you know, I didn't really have the confidence within myself. But I'm here to tell you that, hey, we'll get through it together. I'm not here teaching you. I'm here sharing my experiences in, in a multitude of ways through different segments and people that I connect with and just sharing those experiences to just say, don't, don't think that you can't think that you can, let's just, let's change that whole verbiage around for, for a minute and let's go with for a moment. Well, I can do this. Okay. So I can love myself first thing in the morning when I wake up, I can love myself when I go to bed, Right. you know, instead of me thinking, four things that are negative as to why I shouldn't do this. Let me think of that one thing that I can think of why I should do this. And let me just for 30 seconds to a minute to five minutes, put some energy into that positive than always being in the comfort zone of four to 10 to 24 hours of the negative, because that's just where I've always been. And that's what I'm comfortable thinking and speaking about myself. Well, I feel that that kind of segues into a vision board. And Jimmy and I had a totally organic conversation uh, via mm -hmm. the internets. Yeah. And he mentioned something about a vision board. And after that conversation, that was marinating up in my brain for a while because I, I know what a vision board is, although I want you to describe what it means for you, Jimmy. But... I have never done anything like that before, but I know of people that have. And I thought, what an interesting conversation, because I want to know what made you decide to use a vision board or vision boards, how long you've been doing it, and how's that working for you? And I'm curious about the kind of people, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, but the kind of people that might use one. And so so let's start, first of all, with, because, because okay, so, and the, the reason I say it's a good segue is that somebody has to want to take that time somebody has to be has to make a decision to to make that change in their life where well you know what no i gotta hurry up and get ready for work i don't have time to sit in my thoughts right. and think about how i'm going to make this a good day how i'm going to you know take a deep breath and be zen and be present and be okay <laughs> and i think a vision board is the same thing you have to make a decision to do it and then look at it and recognize i did this what am I going to get from this? Right. So and, that being said, and, go ahead. and also Jana had mentioned your conversation to me about the vision board <laughs> and being cynical as I am and nothing personal against you, Jimmy. I was like, vision board, what? I, 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 I. Anyway, and Jana and I talked about it a little bit. I said, you know what? We need to stop talking about it. Yeah. We need to make this a segment. We need to bring Jimmy on the show, have him talk about it. And that's why we're here today. So you have a couple correct i do i have one for uh sexy cool lounge mm -hmm. uh the podcast and the name brand and then i also have a personal one yeah i have two of them and have you been doing this long i have been yep 
And, and these, so these I'm going to break. So, so what I'll do is, is I'm, I'm going to break this down for you. Okay. Good. Uh, let's start with the vision board mentality. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. So I'm a, so if we take baby steps, so no, do I expect, uh, anyone listening to this to say, Oh, okay. Starting a vision board. I got to go to Lowe's and, and, you know, Home Depot and, or, or Staples or whatever. I'm going to yeah. get this big board. Right. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Poster board or chalkboard or right. a, a right. board. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. Cause here's what I will submit to you that we all do in our daily lives and don't even realize we're, we're utilizing the mentality of a vision board or yes. as I call it a dream board. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, have you ever uh, wrote something down on a post-it note and put it somewhere to remind you yeah. of something? Yeah. All that, the that, time. Yeah, my vision okay. board is on okay. my refrigerator and in my phone notes. <laughs> All right? Yes. So, so let's start there. That in itself is, in my mind, a, a hybrid version of a vision board. Mm -hmm. You are taking something that you either want or that you need to do, and you are putting it in a place where you can be reminded of it visually, right? Yes. Right. Even yeah. if even if it's just a post-it note, okay, mm -hmm. and that's that that still constitute as a vision board. A, a post-it note could be a vision board. I could write three things down to remind me, or to say, "Hey, I want to do this," or "I want to put this money away," or whatever, whatever. That's still that's still a vision board. It doesn't matter if it's on a a post-it note or if it's on a big board somewhere in a room right. with magic markers, it, it's still doing the same thing. It's reminding you every time you walk past it, you see it. That in itself is a vision board or a dream board. So I would uh, submit to you, we can break it down. It doesn't have to be big. It can start small, write something down on a, on a post-it note and put it somewhere. And if you're already doing that, then you already cultivated some form of a vision board. Now, how you want to, you know, progress with that, that's your choice. But you're still utilizing the mentality of a vision board by just writing something down on a piece of paper, or, or if you don't have post-it notes, write it on a piece of paper and, you know, put and staple it, use a, use a, a magnet, whatever you want to do. That's, that's how you can truly start with it. And like with anything else in this world, through repetition, through doing it so many times, you get better and better and better. And next thing you know, one post-it note turns into three, turns into four, and then maybe you'll add a picture of a place that you want to go on vacation. And now you don't have room to use the refrigerator or whatever it is that you're using. So then you say, I've got to go get something that is designed for this. And that's how you can kind of graduate, if you will, from using just something as basic as a post-it note up to having a vision board. And then you have different sizes of vision boards. Then you can get creative and say, okay, if I, if I own a business, get one for my business. Well, you know, what do I, what do I want to do in three months from now? Where do I want to be six months from now? Where do I want to be a year from now? I think Take that's that really good to break it down like that too. Yeah. Yeah. That That's what I do. That's what I'm, doing with sexy cool lounge which is how you and i had the conversation mm -hmm. because i'm i have a three-month plan i have a six-month plan i have a year plan so the conversation you and i were having was going into that six month to a year plan i'm like okay let me get started with some of this stuff now 
And the personal one that I have is more so for reflection. You know, mm-hmm. how was I last year versus this year? You know, um, last year uh, came out of a a really bad relationship. So personally, how am I going to bounce back? You know, what am I going to do differently? What 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 are my goals as it relates to things like that in my life? How will I handle things uh, better? You know, what are some of the red flags that I should have looked for? And, you know, so that's what the personal one is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can like organize it however you want, but you can have different vision boards. You don't have to have one. Sure and have so many different categories on it. Uh, I have two, I have a personal one and I have one for Sexy Cool Lounge. And see, the the funny thing is, Jimmy, about this is when Jana first mentioned that, you know, and now mind you, like you said, nothing personal, I mock everything. So when I, when I was mocking about a vision bar, I said, vision bar, but then we started talking about it and I realized, you know what? I actually do have a vision board, much like you're talking about, and it's like, and part of our conversation was, you know, whatever works for people is what's going to, you know, if, if something helps them, who am I to sit here and mock it, aside, aside from being the cynical bastard yeah, yes, that I am. not whole. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. I literally have uh, near what used to be my landline phone in my mm-hmm. kitchen. I had a dry erase board there that had, you know, relevant phone numbers there for my kids mm-hmm. back in the day when they were home. And for people that I had met that, you know, apparently I thought they were going to be temporary friends. So I used a dry erase marker, but also really big on it. And I had this not only for me, but as an example for my kids. And it's still on the board to this day. Three words, honesty, trust, and judgment. Because to me, those are three main components of a relationship. And that was Mm -hmm. based on relationships that I had that had failed because, and I'm not pointing the finger, but because of other people's honesty, trust, and judgment. Mm-hmm. And I always try to stay honest. I try to extend trust and I try to be as trustworthy as I can. And judgment is very important. And it's just so funny that initially I mocked this, but then I realized, holy crap, I've been doing vision boarding, boarding for years without even yeah. knowing it. And when you <laughs> use judgment, I think that's that's another way of, of looking for a red flag when you say judgment. Right. Not so much like why is she wearing that? No, it's not not no no judgment meaning meaning way out Making way out decisions. Decision. Yeah, way yeah. out decisions. Try not to be just clarifying. Try not to be spontaneous. Try to think Yes. And this is something that I taught my boys was if you're gonna make a decision, think not how it's gonna affect you right now. Yes. How it's gonna affect you a day from now, a week from now, a month from now. Yeah. And that's what I mean by judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you awesome. Know, like, go ahead. So I think at the end of the day, um, the vision board uh, mentality is really, it's just a place where uh, you can just like manifest your goals in my mind. Like we all use a vision board, whether or not we realize it or not. We just never really thought of it that way because we have one directional vision of what a vision board should be right, right. I have to say, it, yeah. putting your intentions down in a more intentional way, like an official vision board, what comes to mind is accountability, mm-hmm. uh, a sense of uh, more com- being more committed to whatever that that cause or that action 
whatever it is that you are hoping to uh, accomplish from this, I think it does, um, maybe it might make you more committed. Intention. I think writing things down. I'm always, even, even though we have all this electronic stuff and I do use my phone for notes and stuff like that, I still have on my desk a yellow pad and I write down ideas or something that, or something I want to remember. I physically write it down because yeah. you know we we hardly use our we hardly write anymore actually right. and and to well me, I do but it's hard for me to read my writing when I go back to it later <laughs> it's hard for anyone to read your writing I know <laughs> but but when I I feel when I write things down it's telling my brain this is important enough not to just type it into my phone or my computer but to write it down mm -hmm. and as Jimmy is saying as sticky notes around my desk I have sticky notes reminding me of things all the time. And it's like, like I said, I'm I'm mocking myself right now because I mocked vision boarding when it first the subject first came up, and then I realized I've been doing this Yours my is whole the prehistoric life. version. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Jimmy. Um, so, like you you had asked me uh, how long have I been doing yes. like vision boards and stuff like that, right? So I'll take you back to uh, when I was bodybuilding, right? This mm -hmm. is years ago, all right? Um, I was using a vision board then for a couple of different reasons. When you're in bodybuilding, you are always looking uh, 16 to 20 weeks out from a show, okay? That's uh -huh. a long time. And every stage of that, let's say 20 weeks, 16 weeks, has a purpose, right? So you organize weeks 20 through 16 as a certain thing that needs to happen. And then week 15 through 11, and then 10 through six and so on and so on. So I really got into vision boards then. It was a way for me to keep things structured, right. but also to see where I'm at, what's ahead coming up that I can stay focused on. Set goals, but get at, a schedule. Exactly, exactly. And at the end of the 20 week period, 16 week period, what have you, to be able to look back at all of that and just feel good about yourself because you not only did you hold yourself accountable, but you achieved what you had 20 weeks, you know, out. Right. Just, it was just a thought. It was just a, like something in your mind, but then you got to a point where it became part of the reality of your life. And that in itself, like when people really tap into using a vision board, man, it changes you because you feel so much better about what you're doing and where you're going and, maybe just have a sense of direction and accomplishment for yourself, you know, or whether it's your family or whatever it may be. But, you know, I highly recommend everyone have some form of a vision board um, and they use it daily or weekly or, you know, whatever you need to do with it. So I decided that I wanted to speak with a friend who uh, has said that he has ADD because I was thinking, all right, would this be something that would be really helpful for, for, for someone who has ADD or ADHD? Because, you know, it's all about uh, keeping focused. And I wonder if this would be a help or a hindrance. If you have ADD, would it be hard to, to, to rein it in? Uh, and maybe would you walk away feeling, you know, guilty or, or like you're not, you're not doing it right? It, interestingly, his response was that he didn't think that that would work for him, that he would feel like it was almost like a guilt thing. But I, but, and upon reflection, maybe that is more about your personality and not necessarily whether 
you do have ADD. I know that people with ADD and this friend Kevin mentioned, he's like, you can, I'm great at, at like hyper focus. And a lot of people with ADD and, and ADHD are able when, when it comes right down to it, when you got to get her done, it's really easy to just focus on the thing that you have to get done. But, but he said, I don't know if that would work for me to, to use a vision board, because I don't know if I have the, that focus to look at that. And, and so I just thought that was interesting because I'm thinking, I think it would help people, especially if you do have a hard time keeping your eye on the prize. So thoughts about something like that, either of you? Uh, I think, I think there are always exceptions to the rule. Mm -hmm. And I do understand um, that situation. Uh, I think in general terms, um, some people need to have that extra focus um, in order to get things done. Yeah, And I think this is a great way, uh, in inexpensive way, to make that happen. Because we really do it in our daily lives anyway. I mean, if you really think about it, it, it but baby steps, you know, I think everybody should just take baby steps. Just try one thing at a time. You know, I, let's I'm, not put, let's not put travel and, you know, things that I want to do five years from now and stuff like that on the table. Those things, as far as I'm, you know, my opinion is that those things can come as, as you progress in the mentality of a vision board, but just start with one thing. Just say, Hey, what, what do I want to get done this month? Or what do I want to get done this week? Yeah. What do I want to get done tomorrow? And I, just I think that's see how it idea. flows. You know what I'm saying? Just see how it flows. Well, um, I'm putting it out there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a vision board. I was telling wow. Mark that yeah. I'm not going to just do it for a week or two, though. I've got to, I've got to commit to at least having it not just, okay, I made my vision board. I'll put it in the closet. And when right. I look at the closet periodically, then <laughs> oh, I'll, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. I'm going to have not, it out not, there. A vision, <laughs> a vision board is to, is, 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 is visual. Exactly. You can't have a, you cannot make a vision board, put things on it and then say, okay, <laughs> now hide nice it behind this towel. Then when I think about my vision board, I'll take it out and look at it. That's no, right. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. I'm going to commit to doing this at least for a couple of months so that I can, uh, I can see whether or not this is something that works for me instead of those post-it notes or all of the notes that I put in my phone. And I do put a lot of notes in my phone. And so I'm not, I'm looking at Mark and I'm not necessarily going to throw it out there to you, Mark. Also, <laughs> I told you, I already have my vision board. I, know, I have my, my physical board and I use sticky notes all the time. I try to keep some of my vision board in my head because as we get older, I want to make sure to keep my mind mentally able to remember dates and stuff like that. And so I, do, I don't use my phone for dates or anything like that. I try to keep stuff like that in my head. But I do, uh, in fact, you know, interestingly enough, I told you about my vision board that says uh, honesty, trust, and judgment. Mm -hmm. After a relationship I had, I don't know, six or seven years ago, I forget how long it was, I actually added and the golden rule, oh. which of course, believe it or not, I actually dated a girl who did not know what the golden rule is. So for our mm -hmm. listeners, and especially our international listeners who may not know, the golden rule is do unto others as you would have others do unto you. 
Yes. You know, treat others like you want to be treated. So actually my vision board now says honesty, trust, judgment, and the golden rule. I have a sign right at my door that one on one side it says welcome and the other one says go, go away. away. Is that my vision board? <laughs> I have to say, though, people who, you know, are, <laughs> you can it's a start. That's right. That, that is a start. Okay. <laughs> Baby steps. Remember. That's right. Well, that's great. Well, we're glad to have you on, Jimmy, to talk about that. But I do have a very important question that we addressed earlier in our show before we had you on. Uh, our last episode, and I believe you listened to our app last episode, I actually did, uh, we had a caller that called in and, and, and uh, wondered what, what impression, because I did a certain impression, if you will, and they thought it was someone else. So did you, on the last episode that you listened to, did you get the reference that I made when I did my, uh, uh, I, I, I did not know that. That is wild. <laughs> the, the question should not be, did I get it? The question should be, who would not get it? <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Hello. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you so, weren't even... Through it, and I was like, "Oh, did he, <laughs> did really he just, just do, do that?" that? <laughs> yes, he did. So, uh, so our uh, ever-loving listener that um, sent us a message about that—it isn't Casey Kasem, and it's not Rod Serling. No, no. who is it? Go it ahead. Was, it was definitely Johnny Carson, of course. Johnny Carson, the great Johnny Carson, rest the in man, peace. The Actually, man himself. It's it's more Dana Carvey's version of Johnny Carson, but still, it's you get it. And keeping the flow going, we're just going to go right into Paranormal Corner because vision boards and Paranormal Corner go so well together. <laughs> and Johnny Carson. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's just like pizza and Spanish doubloons. <laughs> You're right. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Full circle. Here we go. So, again, this conversation happened just organically, and you've got a little bit of a story to tell. I'm excited to hear about your story because I have no idea idea what you're bringing to Paranormal Corner, so please share with us. Go for it, Jimmy. So we were having a conversation, you and I, uh, and we got to talking about paranormal, and uh, I have a, a love and a fascination for the paranormal, and I've had it for like the longest time, ever since I was a kid, okay? Uh, and I'll tell you how long this was. Back in high school, I did a thesis paper really on exorcism oh wow okay yeah all right i'm 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 55 uh -huh. so back in high we're school, both only 27 yeah so, i'm 23 you know. hey, <laughs> that, that is okay just but, kidding but, but the mentality <laughs> to want to write a thesis paper back then on that particular subject it's been with me for like the longest time i've been totally fascinated with it uh the Exorcist is like my most all-time favorite movie, 1973. Nothing ever tops it. Nothing ever will. Yeah. Um, so it's been, you know, the, the paranormal in the whole uh, environment community has just been something that's just been like on the outskirts of my being, if you will. Mm -hmm. So you and I were having a conversation, and uh, in that conversation, I felt comfortable enough to share with you and I, I haven't up until this point shared an experience uh with many people um but i did with you because it kind of came out where you know what you do and and how you guys kind of embrace 
the paranormal, uh, I felt comfortable enough that I could share an experience that I had. And mm -hmm. it's different when you have an experience versus talking about someone's experience. Okay. Yes. So, um, I think back in maybe 2012, 2013, mm -hmm. uh, I was dating somebody and just tell they me her head me. didn't start spinning around and she oh, was spinning out. No, no, no. Because if that was, if, if that was, the case, <laughs> then, you know, we, we, do, we, no, that, that, no. Okay. No, nah, not at all. Okay. Uh, so about that 2013, mm -hmm. um, dating somebody, she explained to me that there are a few things that kind of unexplainably go on at her place, right? She has, a, she has a son and he's seen some things and, so on and so forth. So, okay. So we get to dating and hanging out at the house. Uh, and ultimately I end up moving in. So here's where things kind of get a little twisted. I started having, um, at the time, really bad dreams. And when I say bad dreams, I'm talking really, really bad dreams. Like the kind of dreams that someone has to literally wake you up out of. And when you're, awoken you don't want to talk you don't know where you are wow and you meet you need 10 or 15 minutes to just like visually bring yourself back to center okay wow that's okay. intense intense absolutely so that started happening there was a time when she called me from work said you need to come home All right so i make it home her and her son are sitting in the living room, right? She says, somebody's upstairs. My son saw uh, an entity, a shadow, whatever you want to call it, go past his room, right? Wow. So, I, and I mean, they would not go upstairs. She sat in the living room until I got home. So I went upstairs, walked around, obviously nobody's there. So at that point, we reached out to uh, a person of faith mm -hmm. and explained to him what was going on. And he came by, blessed the house, had me walk with him and says that the person that's here is in a battle with you, right? Meaning me, Wow. man to man, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why you're having some of these bad dreams, like really, really bad dreams, right? And come to find out they were, I guess now they're called night terrors. Okay, wow. so, yes. Right, so bad dreams. So we get through blessing her place and he gives me some instructions to just continually say around the house, uh, take authority, you know, you're, you know, they're not wanted. We, we go through all of those procedures and movements. So one day, you know, we're having a little something happen at the house. Uh, I go into her son's room and I'm saying what I need to say. I'm taking authority. I'm explaining that it, it is no longer uh, wanted here. Right. Mm -hmm. And here's where things kind of get, uh, you know, really twisted. So I'm saying what I need to say in the room. And one of his toys on the bottom of his toy box, like literally, like if you had like 50 toys in a box, the one on the all the way at the bottom turned on by itself right 
<laughs> okay. I just got I just got the chills. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I mean, and when I say turned on, I mean like it was one of those type of uh, toys where it's not push. Yeah. It is a it it is one of a the switch. It's a switch. Right. Absolutely. So there's no mistaking. Did something bump into it? Did something press on the switch to activate the sounds of the toy? Right. Not at all. There is a switch that goes literally from left to right. Right. Turns on. Yeah, it's not wound door. up and it didn't have just a little extra. Uh. <laughs> and it happened while I was saying what I needed to say in his room at that time. Right. Yeah. So there's confirmation for me at that point. So we called the, the person of faith back and, you know, he kind of ramps up um, his process a little bit to the point where he says, okay, what's here has now been moved to the outside windows. Mm. Mm. All right. It's no longer in the house. It is going to be outside of the house. Right. And he's saying you did that or he did that no. when he came back? No, no, no. He did that when he came back. Okay. He was able to move this energy okay. to beyond the window pane. Okay. All right. So one day, you know, uh, the person that I was with, uh, we kind of had a little bit of a discussion and I left the house. Right. Mm -hmm. So the moment I left the house, I could literally, as soon as I left the house, the door walked the sidewalk to my car. Boom. I get this pain, like really, really like, like it would almost be like you walk around the corner of a street in a dark alley and someone was just waiting for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Like waiting for you, waiting for you. At that point, I'm like, all right, all bets are off. So we call him back and we go through another session and hold on hold on one second so yeah. so you feel the pain mm -hmm. do you also sense or feel energy or it's just phantom Absolutely. pain okay yeah, at All the right. time so i didn't know off. yeah at the time I, I i i know what it was now that i was feeling sure. at the time i did not know uh-huh okay because all of this was kind of new to me yeah. All right. Even yeah. though I have a fascination and I have a love for the paranormal, it, again, as I said in the beginning of this, it is different when you talk about it with someone as like an idea or you watch a movie and things of that nature because of curiosity. Yeah. And then when it actually is happening to right. you agreed, in moments time, your mind is not saying this is paranormal. Exactly. This is a, it's like what? Until, and here's where I'm going with this. So, you know, we go through this additional process and long story short, uh, the person and I, we went separate ways, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm having a conversation with this person on the phone one day um, and it was not a really good conversation, right? Mm -hmm. And through the phone, in the arm that I had the phone held in, right? Yeah. I get these three sharp claw marks, like literally like on my forearm, like wow. it's no distinction. And I sent you the picture. So you have yes. like, I ended up documenting that uh, because there's no mistake. That's not a rash. Mm -hmm. That's not um, a hive. You know, I, I didn't, it's not an allergy related scenario. Okay. Um, and I don't scratch myself like that, nor was I in a position to be scratched on any furniture while I was having this conversation with the phone in my head. 
Wow. And it's red. I mean, like 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 those three claw marks, as as thin, razor thin as they are, they were excruciatingly uh, painful, red, welted up like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And at that point, <laughs> I knew that I knew it was real. I've always known that. But again, it's different when you experience it firsthand versus talking about it with somebody else. You know what I mean? I and should... like even now talking about it here in the studio, uh, I have sage burning while I'm talking to you about it because I didn't want to like explain this through a DM or email or whatever. I don't want to give it right. that energy. Understood. Right? I don't mind yeah. talking about it this way because I feel like I'm in a protected um, environment like with you guys and burning the sage. But anyone who's ever experienced that um, knows it's not something to play with. Yes. You you do not take it for granted and you try not to give it any more energy than necessary because the energy is what it wants. Yep. On any given level, it will even if it's small energy that you give it or if you give it large amounts of energy, it will take any and every bit of energy. And then from there, once I documented that, um, I started to realize that, um, you know, some things started to make sense, like through my journey in life. And sometimes when I would be at uh, a red light and in a distance in your peripheral vision, you would just like see some things that were off, mm-hmm. like certain people or certain things were just like either watching you or just following you, you know? And those are not conversations that you have with people every day. You don't, Definitely you, don't not. Look, you don't look in a coffee window as you're walking by with someone and you can see someone like at the far end of the coffee shop in the back looking at you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I like do. how do you have that conversation with someone? You just shrug it off. Right. But now in my lifetime, I've learned that, you know, I have some followers that don't really want me to be successful and to be happy. And you, and I've tried to learn how to balance that energy that they want from me versus what I need to have for myself to be successful and positive. How about that? Well, I tell you, Jana shared with me that picture right now. She just showed me the picture. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That yes. is unbelievable. So, yeah. So there's only about, uh, including the two of you, there's probably only uh, four people, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe five uh, since that picture was taken that I've ever shared with anybody, like, like not even in relationships do I share that picture. It's just not, it's not on that level. It's either I feel comfortable enough because I'm in an environment where that type of energy in a visual sense is going to be protected. Right. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like yes. you can talk about some things and sometimes in talking about things, if you're not careful with what you talk about, it opens doors and energies to just come in and, play around yes I agree I've had I've had one experience where it's been documented which you have and I don't need anything coming around wanting to play around again because now I'm smarter as to what it is and why it's around and it seems as though it was attached to her or the child or both of them and threatened by you uh you know that is what the the person of faith 
mm-hmm. said. Yeah. And it was not happy when I came around as like the alpha male. Right. Uh, so again, when I was having a conversation with her on the phone, which wasn't a pleasant conversation, it took things to a whole nother level. Now, the, the next question on the table would be, so I haven't had any experiences since then. So is it gone? Is it, was it just like with that scenario there? Well, how about this? You just call her up here on the show and (laughs) we'll just all chat and we'll see what happens. (laughs) I'm kidding, of course. You actually put me in the line of fire like that, right? You did that. I can't believe she went there. She did, she did. And without hesitation, just like like an assassin, she was like, I know, I wasn't even going there. now your goals are making me blush. I need my I, menopause fan. I was just gonna. I was just Mark. gonna say it was definitely the relationship with that one person, and you need to stay away from her the rest of your life. But Janet was like, "No, no, dive in." Well, no, not Mark. so quick. We could just an experiment. Mark, I was in the line of fire, and she just took a shot. She was like she was like, "Oh my, oh my goodness, is that Jimmy right there?" Oh, okay, he's got to go down. Well, and as long as we're lightening the mood a little, when you said. I, I didn't, didn't scratch myself. I got to tell you, everything goes to song for me. And in my mind, ever since then, I'm hearing, now I'm going back here, I think to maybe the mid 80s or 90s. When I think of you, I scratch I myself. <laughs> yeah, the divinals. So that, that came to mind, which okay. is not what she says in the song, but no. we'll just go with that. And that's not what the song is about. <laughs> no, it is not scr- about scratching yourself. <laughs> it's just, I, I love how you segue. <laughs> you go, yeah. It goes pizza to, to Spanish, Spanish doubloons, doubloons and <laughs> the divinals. And oh, my gosh. We go all over the place. Yourself all over well we want to thank you for inviting us to the sexy cool lounge today jimmy and coming into our lounge here at the haunted manor studio (laughs) so tell so tell us tell tell our listeners where they can where they can find you you can find the sexy cool lounge podcast at www.sexycoollounge.com first and foremost Mm -hmm. and you can also find the podcast on any one of your podcast platforms if you have and Alexa, you yep. can ask Alexa to play the Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge podcast, and it will do that for you. Uh, but pretty much, we are wherever your podcast platforms are. Uh, if you want to catch us, catch up with us on social media, uh, Instagram at Sexy Cool Lounge. Give us a follow. We'll definitely give you a follow back. And uh, it has been an extreme pleasure to Good. hang out with you guys and chit chat. For us as well. And you guys, you heard his voice. It's calm. It's peace. It's positivity. And we, more than ever, we need that in our lives. And I'm going to do it. All right. Just, just wait, because I'm going to do a vision <laughs> board. Gonna do it's going to happen. Board. All right. Come on back, everyone. Wow. What a great conversation. Uh, fun conversation that was with Jenna and Mark. Um, I am truly humbled that they allowed me the opportunity to come on their platform and share my thoughts about vision boards, but also share my personal experience in their paranormal corner, right? Something that I don't really talk about too much. um, And I've definitely not talked about that on any podcast platforms, right? So there you go. There's a nugget for you. Um, So now you know, okay? So as we close this out, y'all, I want to just say thank you 
for everything that you guys have given me the energy and continue to love yourself, right? Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And let's never forget family. that even though we do not have as much as others, man, we still have more than others. So let's continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy IV. I love you guys. And I will see you on the next episode.